Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Lux presents Hollywood. Lieber Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Flakes, bring you the Lux Radio Theater, starring Irene Dunn in Anna and the King of Siam. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Two sparkling talents are combined for your enjoyment tonight with Irene Dunn and Rex Harrison, co-starring in the 20th Century Fox hit, Anna and the King of Siam. Mrs. Keeley and I were in Siam just before the war and made many friends there. We visited the exotically beautiful palace grounds in Bangkok and other fascinating places of interest found in tonight's play. Something else we learned in Siam was that Lux Flakes is a prized commodity there, too. And seeing Lux halfway around the world, well, it makes an American feel right at home. It's curtain time for Anna and the King of Siam, starring Irene Dunn as Anna and Rex Harrison as the King of Siam. One night in the year 1862, a British vessel paused at the harbor of Bangkok in the strange, half-barbaric country called Siam. Three passengers were brought ashore. Mrs. Anna Owens, her young son, Louis, and her East Indian servant, Bibi. There's no one to meet you, Mrs. Owens. You're sure they knew you were coming? Now, don't you worry, Captain Orton. I know you must get back to your ship. Mrs. Owens, why did you come to Siam? But I've told you, Captain. I've been engaged to teach English to the king's children. Yes, of course, but but this country, it's so totally different, ma'am. Why, there isn't even a Chow British... Chowcourt! Who's that? Why, it's Crowlerholm, the prime minister. He's come here. But who's that wretched man, Groffley? Undoubtedly his interpreter. Chowcourt! Just a moment. Mrs. Owens, may I present His Excellency Crowler Home, Prime Minister of Siam. Chow Koon, Mim, Anna Owens. Excuse, I am interpreter. Lady teacher? Yes. Ah, have you friends here in the city? I know no one here. Are you married? I was married. My husband is dead. Da, Dung Bua Kong My master inquires how long husband is dead. About a year. But I answered all these questions when I applied for... My master say if he ask, it should be enough for men to answer. Tell your master it is not necessary to pry into my personal affairs. Master says men need not talk at all. His slaves will take her now to palace. The palace? Oh, but I was promised a house of my own. Me tong Master says if Mem not wish to go to palace, she can go wherever she pleases. Well, that's the rudest man I've ever met. Mrs. Owens, you don't understand. He came here to meet you in person, the prime minister. 
And you're a woman. Well, all I hope is that I'll have nothing more to do with him. Uh, you'd better realize you can't do anything here without him. Oh, well, well, what am I supposed to do now? Come back aboard the ship. I'll have to find some way tomorrow of getting you an audience. Ma'am and Siam, women do not exist. They simply do not exist. Interpreter, you, interpreter. Ma'am? All morning long, I've been delayed, humiliated, endlessly questioned. Now, when is the Prime Minister going to see me? I do not know. Oh, Chakun. Memo once. Master, I'll see you now. Oh, well, thank you. Crew, man, Ma'am, His Excellency asks why you wish to see him. Tell His Excellency. Oh, tell His Excellency. I did not understand the honor he paid me last evening. I'm sorry I behaved as I did. That is true. You are really sorry. What? Do you truly regret sin of bad temper, ma'am? Or do you say so only to ask favor? Your Excellency speaks English. Not necessary to know everything in first minute. This boy here, you son? Yes, Your Excellency. What is name, boy? Louis Owen, sir. Are you afraid of me? I... I don't think I'm afraid of you. That is good. Ma'am, you object to living in palace, yes? Well, as I said last night, I was promised my own house. I, I must have a place of my own. What do you do in house that cannot be done here in palace? Oh, you don't understand. I came here to teach because I must work to support my son. And... Why you not marry again? Oh, no. Not ever. The only thing I want is to bring up my son. That won't be easy in a strange country. That's why a home of my own is very important to me. Besides, the king promised it. Sometimes his majesty do not remember everything he promised. Well, then you could remind him. Ma'am, if I tell king he break promise, I will make anger in him. Wiser to make anger about more important matter. Well, if you're afraid to tell him, I'm not. I think I can arrange meeting men. Oh, well, thank you. When? I do not know. Unfortunately, you and New Year arrive at the same time. Well, all I ask is a few After minutes. After New Year is festival with firework. That will take week, maybe. Then it's time for cremation of late cousins. Oh, but surely... Following cremation, His Majesty receives sacred white elephant. And just what am I supposed to do in the meantime? Wait. Live in palace and wait. But this is ridiculous. I came here to teach. Ma'am... This country has been here thousand years before you came and must continue. Now, I take you and young son to living establishment. In the palace? Highly favored portion of say, immediately adjoining harem. Harem? Oh, no! Oh, Louis, Louis! Oh, what a thing for me to do to you, Louis. You'll have to forgive me. Mother, what's the matter? Oh, I, I, I said we'd have a home of our own, and, and here I've brought you straight into a harem. Oh, what's a harem, Mother? Well, it, it's... Oh, don't ask me now, darling. I just can't think. I just can't think. Boy, woman, object of much puzzlement. Much puzzlement. Mrs. Owens. Yes, Bibi, what is it? He is here, uh, that that man. Oh, the, the Prime Minister? Uh, yes, Mrs. Owens, yes. Oh, how nice of him to call after all these weeks. How thoughtful that he... Ma'am, the day is here. You mean the new year is over, the festival has been observed, the late cousin has been cremated? At least, ma'am, is a head of sacred white elephant. Firstly, let us observe approach to royal presence. 
on entering throne room, Mem, uh, go to knees and proceed forward. On my knees? I couldn't. I'm very sorry, but I couldn't. King very sensitive oh, about such matters. But he cannot possibly expect me to crawl on the floor. I wouldn't do that for my own queen. What you do in presence of queen? I make a curtsy. Like, like this. Hmm. You do as you wish, ma'am. But remember, you not only one with temper. This king has temper, too. I can walk on my knees, Mama. Look, it's easy. Louis Owens, you will bow exactly as I've shown you. Don't you dare crawl in like a worm. Don't you dare. Maybe they don't like us here or something. Oh, this whole thing is perfectly childish. It's absurd. Let us go, ma'am. I am thinking meeting with King shall be most interesting occurrence. Look, Mama, all these people, they're crawling on the floor. Yes, dear. Is that the king? That man walking up and down by the well, throne? We'll soon find out. Remember, you're to bow. And that's... Who? 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 Your Majesty, I present new teacher, Mrs. Anna Owens and son Louis. Now, Louis, now. So, Mrs. Anna Owens, how old shall you be? You do not look like a scientific person for teaching of school. How old shall you be? I am 150 years old, Your Majesty. One. In what year were you born? In, uh, in 1714, Your Majesty. And how many years shall you be married? Several, Your Majesty. How many grandchildren shall you have by now? Well, how many? How many? How many? Well, I... Ah, you do not answer that so quick. I make better questions than you make answers, hmm? Dem... Might I? Mem, dog, might I? You not be afraid tell King something is not his business? Well, it would not be a compliment to His Majesty if I were afraid of him. Ah. Absence of fear, good thing in scientific mind. I think maybe you make very good school teaching. You come now with me. Now, now, now. Give me your hand, Louis. Yes, Mama. And I take your hand, ma'am. Save time. Time very precious to King. Come, 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 come. And may I ask your majesty, where are you taking us now? I have shown you wives of King, yes? Now I show you children. Wives have small understanding English language. Missionaries come one day, then depart. I have not time for continuance of teaching, being busy with foreign affairs and other situations. So I have fine idea. You teach wives and children. Siam be very modern country. Everybody speaking English. Oh, I shall be happy to teach them, Your Majesty. Ah, here. We pause on balcony. Below in courtyard, pass children. There, you see? King's children. Yes. Mama, they're all his children. Oh, hush, dear, hush. You see? Fine procession. Uh, how many are there, Your Majesty? They are not all here, of course. Only those of proper age for school. I have 67 children. Not many. I began marriage little late. <laughs> Which is the eldest? One who leads procession, the Prince Chulalongkorn. Oh, he's a fine-looking boy. Fine boy, yes. <laughs> They're a wonderful-looking family, Your Majesty. You make me wish I had 67. Ah, is impossible. That is very funny. Well, I... <laughs> You shall begin school next Thursday. That is best day for such undertaking, according to astrologers. One hundred and fifty year. Hmm? Uh, 
How many grandchildren? <laughs> you may go. You may go. June 12, 1862. You, you sent for me, Your Majesty? Yes. You are Englishwoman. Here is English newspaper from Singapore. You will see it says June 12, 1862. Such date being of last week and therefore birthday for me. Why does English newspaper gravely insult King of Siam? Why? Insult? I don't understand. Birthday should be happy occasion. And what is occurring? It is writing about me here that I am spare man. King cannot be spare man. How can I be spare from work which is necessary? Who can fill my place? I ask you this. Who can fill my place? Your Majesty, the word spare has two meanings. One of them is extra. The other means thin. The newspaper called you a spare man, Your Majesty, only to inform the people that you are thin. Thin? Thin? Why should you contradict me? Contradict you? I'm only trying to help you. Is it help to say king is wrong? How can king be wrong and woman be right? I ask you that. How? Well, I'm afraid it has sometimes happened. It is clear you are not scientific. You may go. May I first inquire about my house? I I'd like to get settled in it. House? House? The house you promised me. Conditions different suddenly. It is our pleasure that you shall reside here. But if your majesty remembers, you promised me a house. I will do remembering what I promise. It is our pleasure that you shall reside within this palace. And you shall obey. I am prepared to obey all your commands as far as they concern my duties as a teacher. You shall live in palace. You shall live in palace. Good day, Your Majesty. Come back. I command you. Come back. You mean we're not staying, Mother? That's exactly what I mean, Louis. Bebe, Bebe, drop whatever you're doing and start packing. Just where we're going, I don't know, but we're most certainly leaving this palace. How can a king be wrong and a woman be right? Indeed. Well, not even a king's going to talk to me like that. Come in. Well? You remember me, ma'am, interpreter? What do you want? I have been ordered to personally conduct ma'am to a new house. House? Yes. His Majesty graciously say he desire fully to observe terms of promise. Well... Well. Is that you, Mother? Yes, dear. What's the house like, Mother? Is it near the river? Oh, my boy. My poor, poor Louis. That house, it's not only near the river, it's in the river. <laughs> a shack. A shack on stilts. Oh, Louis, it was horrible. And the king, he did it to me deliberately. Deliberately. We are packed, ma'am. The trunks are ready for moving. Then unpack them. That man's going to give me a decent house if I have to stay here the rest of my life. I'll not just go away and let him sit there laughing at me. I'll not. In a moment, we'll return with Act Two of Anna and the King of Siam, starring Irene Dunn and Rex Harrison. Meanwhile, here's Libby Collins, our Hollywood reporter. Libby, what was that tune you were humming when you came in? Sounds familiar. Oh, um, da da dum, da 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 dum, da da dum, da 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 dum, 
Recognize it? Oh, of course. <laughs> the title song of Till the Clouds Roll By. Metro Golden Mare's new musical. That's right, Mr. Keeley. And that tune is only one of the many famous Jerome Kern songs featured in the picture. I understand that Robert Walker, as Jerome Kern, does the outstanding acting job of his career. And Van Johnson adds another thrill in a surprise role. Well, now, Libby, don't forget the beautiful girls in that all-star cast. <laughs> Judy Garland heads my list with her delightful singing. And there's June Allison, more charming than ever. I check on that, Mr. Keeley. Judy Garland and June Allison are two of our most beautiful screen stars. Both of them have gorgeous luxe complexions. Oh, you would say that, Mr. Kennedy. But the Technicolor close-ups until the clouds roll by show that you're entirely right. It's easy to see that Lux Toilet Soap is Hollywood's favorite beauty soap. Well, the care that's used daily by such famous stars as Judy Garland and June Allison has to be good. It's such an easy care, too. Here's what they do. Smooth on lots of the fragrant, creamy Lux Soap lather and work it well in. Then rinse with warm water, follow with a splash of cold, and pat the skin dry with a soft towel. Sounds amazingly simple for a care that's been proved effective in actual tests made by skin specialists. Tests that showed improvement in three out of four cases. It's a care that really makes skin lovelier. Here in Hollywood, where more attention is given to beauty than anywhere else in the world, nine out of ten famous stars use Lux Toilet Soap regularly. There's a beauty hint for every woman in our audience. Why not try Lux Toilet Soap tomorrow and see what this gentle care can do to make your skin smoother, softer, more appealing? Here's Mr. Keeley at the microphone. Act two of Anna and the King of Siam, starring Irene Dunn and Rex Harrison. At long last. Annika Owens has taken up her duties as teacher of the king's wives and children, but she's still without a house of her own. Patient but determined, Anna knows there are ways of reminding even so great a personage as his royal highness. As our first lesson today, we shall learn some proverbs. Now the class will repeat after me. A man's house is only less dear to him than his honor. A man's house is only less dear to him than his honor. Good. We'll get back to the Proverbs later. His Royal Highness was kind enough to furnish us with a piano. There's a beautiful song I should like you all to learn. Listen closely now, and I shall play it for you. It is called Home, Sweet Home. The words which I shall teach you remind us how dear to the heart is a home of one's own. That music again. That music. Music, sire. Has my prime minister lost his ears? Did we not send to Singapore for piano forty because memoins requested same for teaching of songs? Yes, sire. Then where are songs? Only one song I hear for a whole hour now. One song. What is title of composition? I believe it called Home Sweet Home. Ah, that woman in our house. That woman and that infuriating song. Stop it! Stop it! Take a lesson from her, my friend. And you'll never give up on anything. Give Memo in's house. Uh, but give her house now before she drives me out of my mind.
The house is very lovely, Your Excellency. Thank you. You are satisfied? Completely. And now you can tell the king he can have it back. Ma'am. Not only shall I remain in a country like this and never, where promises mean nothing, I've waited this long only to make a stubborn man fulfill his obligation. Ma'am, I warn you. Warn me of what? You enjoy triumph about house. You shall enjoy greater triumph now, as proud man humbles himself before woman. I ask, sir, that you shall stay in Siam. I am leaving, Your Excellency. Where do you go? I Have don't you other know. place to put your I life, don't. sir? Will you please stop calling me, sir? I call you, sir, so you will not be lowly like woman. But you everlastingly talk like woman. Men, there is need here for you. You know what is truth, and you have courage to speak it. The king has no one near him like you. He doesn't need help. Oh, men, why you not see? Why? The greedy men of Europe are at our door. They say Siam is barbaric land, so must be ruled by them. So king must learn all modern things now. He tries work too big for any man with no one to help him. And to whom can he turn? Whom can he trust? He is very lonely men and very strange men. And for him would I die. Oh. Oh, well, how can one teach when she herself has failed to understand? As I have failed to understand. Ma'am, I cannot promise ever be easy for you here. But it will be a place to put your life. You will remain. A place to put my life. I will remain. Your Majesty, I was asleep, but I got dressed at once, and what's happened? What's wrong? Ma'am, I lie here on floor all night reading Bible. I think your Moses shall have been a fool. Moses? Moses. Here in Bible, he says, the world was created in six days. Ah, it took many centuries to create world. I think Moses shall have been a fool to have written so. What is opinion? You sent for me at this hour of night just to ask me that. Yes. It couldn't have waited till morning. Ma'am, you kindly consent to remain in Siam to help with study, etc., etc., etc. Do you wish help or do not? Oh, well, I'm sorry, Your Majesty. Then state opinion. Ma'am, look about room. Thousands books. Beneath this mountain is buried scientific knowledge. I ask you to consider this is very much reading for one lifetime. And how shall I do this understanding when different English books say different things? Your Majesty, the Bible was not written by men of science. It was written by men of faith. It was their explanation of the miracle of creation, which is just as great a miracle whether it took six days or many centuries. Hmm. Well, I still think your Moses shall have been a fool. You may go. The idea of Moses. Three o'clock in the morning. Somebody ought to tell him a thing or two. That's all the studying for today, ladies. The class is dismissed. Oh, Lady Tupton. Yes? Lady Tupton, last night I returned very late to my quarters. On the way I saw a girl in chains. The guards told me she's your slave woman. They were taking her to prison. She tried to run away. Only to go to her husband? 
He wants to buy her freedom. Isn't there a law that says a slave must be freed if the money is offered? What right has she to be happy with someone she loves while I am shut up here? You can have your law. I have the king. Go and find this out for yourself. Thank you. I most certainly shall. Mim. Owen, sir. Yes, Lady Tion. Mim, do not make quarrel with Lady Tuptim. She is new favorite of the king. But I thought you... Oh, no. No more. Oh, I didn't know. I, I'm sorry. Sir, not for me be sorry. I am Mother Royal Prince. Prince Tula Longhorn? Yes, sir. Yes. You like little boy? Yes, of course. It is hard for Royal Prince to learn from woman. But please, you help him gather all wisdom. Yes, of course I'll help him, Lady Tiang. And I'm sure he'll do beautifully. Thank you for talking to me. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. I repeat, ma'am. Why must you stir up tempest over Lady Tuptim's slave? I have much unpleasantness already because of this. Because I think it's very wrong when the king of Siam upholds a wife who disobeys the law. I am king here, as people can discover it, not discreet. You want Siam to take its place among the nations of the world. How can other countries trust a government in which one man sets himself above the law? Why must you make entire household in uproar over one slave? But this is important. Mem, consider gracious Majesty Victoria. Queen of United Kingdom and powerful sovereign of British colonies and our most affectionate sister. Is she not above the law? No, she is not. And in the United States, their president, Mr. Lincoln, is fighting a war for the exact same principles. Ah, this sounds like progress in America pretty bloody. Who shall this Mr. Lincoln be? What is president? He was elected by the people to be their leader. And I believe he studied very hard. He educated himself. Ah, very difficult thing, as I know of sad experience. In this respect, Mr. Lincoln and I much alike. He said something about progress once. He said true progress must bear some relation to man's character. It must have its roots in his heart. Hmm. Shall he be winning this war? No one knows yet, Your Majesty. Has he not got sufficient war elephants? There are no elephants in America. No elephants? Oh, no wonder he does not win war. We will write letter to him. Take pen, ma'am. Oh, but I came to talk about the slave woman. Uh, take a letter to Mr. Lincoln. Yes, Your Majesty. Sondet pra paramen maha mankut. By the blessing of the highest super agency of the whole universe, King of Siam. And tributary country, countries adjacent and around in every direction, etc., etc., etc. To his most respected, excellent presidency. President of the United States of America. It has occurred to us, in effort to be of slight service in present warfare, to send a small gift of several pairs of young elephants, which, upon being turned loose in forests of America, will increase in number. Come in, ma'am. Come in. Ma'am, you remember writing letter to Sir President Lincoln? Oh, yes, Your Majesty. Mr. Lincoln, now reply. Oh. Here, you will read. I appreciate most highly Your Majesty's offer to forward elephants which might be raised on our own soil. Unfortunately, the present jurisdiction of this government... Jurisdiction? It means uh, authority, Your Majesty. 
jurisdiction. The present jurisdiction of this government no longer reaches those latitudes southernly enough to favor the multiplication of the elephant. But I am warmly grateful for Your Majesty's friendship and commend both Your Majesty and the generous people of Siam to the blessings of Almighty God. Your good friend, Abraham Lincoln. Yes, I... I think I like this, Mr. Lincoln. True progress shall lie in man's heart. Jurisdiction. Hmm. But no elephants. We have summoned you, Mem, for assistance in a pharaoh's state. I shall tell her myself. Mem, can it be proper for English dignitary to see some of our women? Women? But why not? Siamese women very unlike English women. Dignitary will return and advise Queen Victoria I am barbarian. What dignitary? Sir Edward Ramsay is visiting here shortly. Therefore, ma'am, you shall choose most beautiful women of harem and dress and educate same in European custom for presentation five o'clock post-meridian this Saturday. But that's four days. That's impossible. Ma'am, shall it be possible you are becoming lazy? Well, I'm not lazy at all, but I simply can't... Ma'am... Situation for Siam, very critical and murky. Our agents obtained letters written to British government from persons wishing to acquire interests in Siam. Letters describing me as barbarian and, and not suitable as ruler of Siam. Wherefore, they suggest establishing protectorate, maybe. Why, that's outrageous. I have met situation by requesting official visit of dignitary. So now you see necessity of scientific dressing of ladies of court. Well, I'll try, Your Majesty, of course, but... But, 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 can I never ask simplicity and have done with it? Well, I merely think that if, if Sir Edward is coming, why not have others? The Dutch and the French and... All the... at the same time? Yes, yes, you shall write invitations now. We hold elaborate feast. You shall arrange dinner table yourself, so everything be accomplished in highest scientific custom. You may go. Go, but I can't go. What about what, what about a thousand things? How am I going to dress a hundred of your ladies in the latest style in four days' time? You shall have all slaves necessary. Well, what about uh, what about knives and forks? Knives, forks? Yes, to eat with. Your guests couldn't possibly use chopsticks. Uh, uh, you have knives, forks in a personal establishment? Well, yes, naturally. Crawler home. Get knives, forks, and memo in. And spoons, spoons, too. Spoons. Have them copied in gold. The craftsman shall work without sleeping until this is done. And if it is not done, each man shall be beaten 50 strokes. Ma'am, shall it be necessary for me to use knife and fork also? It would be desirable. Would, would you like me to show you how? That shall not be necessary. I have ability for proper use without lesson. You may go. <laughs> Mem, it is exactly five o'clock, lacking eleven minutes. Guests have arrived? Everyone, Your Majesty. Uh, Mem, wherefore are you decorated better than court ladies? Shall it be for my observation? Your Majesty. You are fine. Very fine indeed. Ah, uh, herewith shall be a list of subjects for you to bring up at dinner table for talk. Uh, make observation. Siamese history. Foreign trade. On such subjects, I am very brilliant and will make fine imprint. Building of palace. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, also Moses. Very much Moses. <laughs> you will please join visiting excellences and remain close to Kralaholm. We three together, we have much responsibility this night. 
guests, men, they seem to enjoy dinner, yes? Oh, the king, your excellency. Look, he hasn't touched his food. Knife and fork, men. He fears he would embarrass. You have not touched the food either. No. Ladies and gentlemen, if we can prevail upon his majesty to repeat it... He made a most interesting point the other day about Moses. Ah, yes, Moses, a very remarkable man. If you remember, Moses wrote in the Bible that the world was created in... good friend Mr. Lincoln recently replied. Unfortunately, present jurisdiction of Mr. Lincoln's nation did not favor multiplication of elephant, and we considered idea not practical. Uh, your Majesty. Sir Edward Ramsay. I uh, was not aware that Your Majesty was so familiar with the war in America. Ah, this is exactly impression I hope you will correct. Court of Siam, through much study thereof, is familiar with happenings of entire globe of modern world. And now, honor guests, please to remain in chairs. Come soon, desserts and cups of coffee. Take off my shoes, Bibi. Oh, please, I can't move. Dinner party was success, ma'am? Oh, yes, I think so. But if I have to budge, I shall faint from exhaustion. In four days, I've slept exactly. Oh, no, no. King's secretary, ma'am. I know he's not by now. What does he think I am any hour of the day or night? I won't. I simply won't. I won't. Well, ma'am, wherefore do you not sit down when I am in same position? Yes, Your Majesty. Ah, I have experienced very fatiguing day. So have I, and it's very late. Are you aware of why I am consuming food at this hour? I am so hungry, I was sick. Very sick. However, I shall tell you that on, after conversation with Sir Edward, we are in accord with British government regarding consulates and other matters relating to security of this nation and very happy thereof. Oh, I am very happy too, Your Majesty. Very. Uh, shall you be hungry, ma'am? Terribly. I, I haven't touched a morsel since breakfast. Here, except new gold spoon. One bowl only to partake from, but plenty for two. <laughs> Plenty for two. <laughs> we pause now for station identification. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. In a moment, we'll return with the third act of Anna and the King of Siam, starring Irene Dunn and Rex Harrison. Our charming guest this evening is only 17. Yet when they hear her name, I'm sure theatre-goers of another generation will feel a bit nostalgic. I'll let her tell you who she is. I'm Hazel Dawn, Mr. Keeley. Daughter of the famous musical comedy star. Yes. I took my mother's name because I thought it would bring me luck. And apparently it has. You know, you're rather young to be a 20th century fox starlet, Hazel. Well, if I had to depend on my acting experience, I'm afraid I might not have gotten that contract so soon, Mr. Keeley. But I've studied singing for five years, and so here I am in the movies. And I understand you sing beautifully, like your famous mother. 
Is acting your real aim? Oh, yes. And I'm learning such a lot through my studio training. Someday, perhaps, I'll be a really good actress, like Jean Tierney. I used to watch her on the set when they were filming The Razor's Edge. Those romantic scenes with Tyrone Power were wonderful. Mmm, you sound as though you might be a Tyrone Power fan. Oh, more than ever after seeing him in The Razor's Edge. But I'm just as much a Jean Tierney fan, too. She's so beautiful. One of the screen's outstanding beauties. And one of our most famous Lux girls. I know, Mr. Kennedy. Jean Tierney told me she uses Lux toilet soap regularly for that lovely complexion of hers. May I say, you look like a Lux girl yourself, Miss Dawn. I wish our audience could see you. Eyes like your name, Hazel, red hair, and fair, delicate skin. Oh, you're very flattering, Mr. Kennedy. But I love it. About my complexion, there's one thing I didn't have to learn after I got into pictures. And that's the way to care for my skin. I've always used Lux toilet soap, just like the stars. Thank you, Miss Hazel Dawn. Good luck in your new career. Stars and starlets here in Hollywood depend on daily Lux toilet soap care. Why don't you? Use Lux toilet soap for your complexion. Use it for a fragrant, delightful beauty bath, too. We return you now to William Keeley. Act three of Anna and the King of Siam, starring Irene Dunn and Rex Harrison. As the months pass, Anna labors at her school with a zeal matched only by that of the king himself. But one morning, she discovers she is a teacher with our pupils, for only Lady Tiang is on hand. Where is everybody? I think no school today, ma'am, sir. Why not, Lady Tiang? You do not say I told you, sir. Lady Toptim has been found. Lady Toptim? You did not know she had run away from palace? Why, no, I understood she'd been ill. I... She escaped in robes of priests, sir. Very grave offense to God and king. Oh, what will happen to her? What has always happened in such cases, sir. Why did she run away? There is whispering she loves someone other than king. Another? Who? I do not say any more, ma'am. Goodbye, sir. Why you say you must see me now? Why, why? Because it's about Lady Topton, Your Majesty. Better you understand at once, ma'am. This matter is no concern to you. It concerns me dreadfully. Because of her and even more because of you. Before I came here, I went to the prison. You dare? They're being tortured, Lady Topton and that man. They're trying to make her confess to something that isn't true. She wasn't found with this man. She only went to her home. I do not wish to talk more about it. But there must be some law. I am the law... Yes, you. This girl has hurt your vanity, not your heart. You don't have a heart. You're a barbarian and you'll never, never change. All that you've worked for, it's nothing but a lie to cover your caprice and passion and self-indulgence. Ma'am, assuredly Lady Tuptim and Lover must die for sins. It is our custom in such cases to employ fire and stake. How shall you like if I make you watch what I shall do? And so I have come before you, my pupils, for the last time. As you may have heard, I'm leaving Siam. I shall miss you all deeply. Nemcha, we are wishing to say something to you. Yes? So difficult to speak what is in hearts. We prepare written scroll, Nemcha. May, may we read, same? Of course. Dear friend and teacher, my goodness gracious... Do not go away. 
We are like one blind. Do not let us fall down in darkness, but continue good and sincere concern for us. And lead us in right road. Your loving pupils. Thank you. You can't imagine. You can't imagine. Excuse me, please. Excuse me. How, sir, what you wish of me? To say goodbye, Lady Tiang. I've seen very little of you lately. Somehow I have a feeling you've been avoiding me. Mim, it is time to speak truth. You permit same, sir? Of course. Has Mim ever observed paintings there on wall of room? Paintings of trees? Yes, they're very beautiful. They tell a story. Here, this straight young tree... Like unto me when I became first wife to my lord, who is great tree here. Flowers all around. But here, other trees grow up between my lord and me. That is custom. King take many wives. And here, my lord, great tree grows very high, trying to touch stars. But branches now are bare not green with leaves to make kind shadow from sun. Flowers gone. Small tree, which is me, droops and withers. But here beside me is growing very small tree. This is my son who shall be king one day. Observe, I try to shelter him, but cannot. I am very small. Because I am woman. But this, this last painting, it isn't finished. No, I have no wish to paint it. Mim, you should have helped him. My little son. Well, I, I thought I had, Lady Tiang. Lessons in books, yes. But he wished for such love as your son has. This you could have given him that I could not. He is one you fail. And I shall remember you for this failure every time I look at my son as long as I shall live. I, Lady Tiang, Mrs. I... Owens, Mrs. Owens, ma'am. Yes, baby, what is it? Oh, Mrs. Owens, ma'am. Louis, it is Louis. What, what are you trying to tell me? He and the prince, they were, they were riding their ponies. There was an accident, no. ma'am. He's no, hurt. No, Louis, terribly no. hurt. May I enter, Memoir? Come in. British doctors arrived from Singapore. They're with him now. He's dying. My boy is dying. Three days now? He still not speak? He still lose conscious? Thank God for that. At least he's not suffering. Oh, why did I bring him to this terrible country? It's my fault. It's all my fault. I've killed my boy. Ma'am, I have something to read to you. It is from King, who, who writes thus. Calamitous accident befalling affectionate boy Louis causes great sorrow to his majesty and royal family since boy is beloved by all as if member of said family. As sign of regret, that event of such sorrowful nature must be arriving to those deserving of better happiness. 
the 10th of September is appointed day of prayer with ceremony of fireworks. Justice for member of royal family as mark of sad respect of said nation. Mahamongkut, king of Siam. It took him long time to write it, men. He wrote it many times. It's, it's very kind of him. Mem, he tries to say in letter that he is sorry, not only about son, but about execution of Lady Tupton, that he was wrong. This is first time he ever say he's sorry to any person. Please thank him for me. <laughs> I, I thank you, Mem. Come in. Memcha. Too long Memcha, I came, I wanted to ask, do you remember this? Yes. Yes, his pocket knife. The day we ride ponies, Louis gave this to me. I did not give him anything. And there is something I would give to him now, I think. It is white, not all white, but whiter than most, and it is mine. So if you would not mind accepting oh, it... what I, is it? My elephant... It is almost white. Uh oh. You like Louis, don't you? Like Brother Mencha. And if if Louis perish, it would please him if you had something that could take care of you. He is very strong elephant, ma'am. But if you gave him to me, who's going to look after you? Look at you. You're growing so fast, your wrists are sticking out of your jacket. Somebody really ought to look after you. Ma'am. Ma'am, he must not die. He must oh, not die. Owens. Mrs. Owens. Yes, Doctor. He's asking for you. He's talking, Mrs. Owens. No, no he wants no. to. September 12th, 1863. I thank Almighty and merciful God for, for he has spared me my son. He has spared me my son. Ma'am, this morning I observed British doctors departing for Singapore. Son, now fully improved? Completely, Your Majesty. How can I thank you? Such things I do, not important. Ma'am, you still determined to take self and boy back to England? I, I don't know. I've, I've hardly thought about it. My, my mind, it's been so... I, too, have mind incapable of grasping burden of situations. I become every day more and more behind with work. Oh, much confusion, weariness, etc., etc. For instance, I am much worried whether I shall send delicate, suitable display, etc., to a great exhibition at Paris. What is opinion? Oh, it sounds like an admirable idea, Your Majesty. Ma'am, I think you shall not give opinion so quickly without thinking. Maybe Frenchmen in Paris have murky reason for suggesting such exhibit. Why do you not think of this? It would be vast help if you would examine correspondence for such murky propositions. This I am too overburdened to do myself, and, and there is no one else for, with scientific knowledge, to be, to be trusted. This shall be much important, ma'am. What shall answer be? I can't, Your Majesty. I'd like to, but I can't. You still not forget unhappy incident, Lady Tupton? I not forget either. But what shall you be doing if you do not go away? I don't know. Perhaps my boy's recovery is a, is a sign I should remain here. If it is, I'd... 
I'd like to keep on with my school, I think. I'd like to keep on with my school. But, ma'am, only school teaching? The children. Don't you see, I owe so much. And to whom can I make repayment if not to them? Yes, it's the children I want. It's the children. Very well. I, I think if you do other work, such as letters, such arrangement could contemplate raise in salary. Uh, well, very, very well, ma'am. Uh, children come before king. April 5th, 1870. Louis and I have been in Siam now for eight years. I fear it quite hopeless for me ever to try to confine my efforts to teaching school. The king is obsessed as never before with the progress of the country. He works like ten men. He is ill now, or I should not have the time for noting even this. I'm to see him tomorrow morning about plans for the... Yes, who is it? You must come, then at once. Quick, then, the king. He worked late into the night. They thought he had fallen into sleep as he has so often lately, and they let him rest. They who? The doctors, ma'am. I, I, I sent for them. He's in. Very, very. Ma'am. Yes, Your Majesty. Wherefore have you not arrived more quickly? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You mustn't talk now. The doctor said. But I shall talk. There is not much time. I, I die, ma'am. No. Ma'am, I know if I die or do not die. I think of many things while I am lying here. I, I write these things down. I think maybe it would be better Alec should read them. Kralaholm, you shall be listening too, old friend. There shall be words for you too. Yes, I just. The king has written. I think there shall not be much importance that a man shall die, for it is time that does all true things not man, then I think it shall be important to consider those who have been of most help. Oh, words, words. Destroy paper. Destroy. Do you, ma'am, I wish to say you have spoken truth to me, always. Even when I do not wish to hear it, you have always courage to say when I am wrong. You have set feet of children on excellent path of learning, so that if some shall grow better than parents, it shall be your doing. And as reward, what shall I have done? I have often mislaid temper upon you. I have never spoken gratitude of feeling. I haven't even given promised raise in salary. I do not wish to die without having said that gratitude and... and large respect that shall have become greater every day. But, ma'am, if I have not graciously said this gratitude before, you must remember you have been very difficult woman and much more difficult than generality. Generality. Good word. It means... It means... Never mind... True progress shall la, etc., etc. Alec, Alec, the doctors, call the doctors. Better he shall call priests, ma'am. 
Too late now for doctor. He tried so hard. No one will ever know how hard. It was so difficult to let anyone help him. He wanted to, but he couldn't. Men, come. Ceremonies crowning of new king about to commence. I'm coming. He was like a little boy sometimes. You remember about the knives and forks? And he was sick that night. He cared so much. They didn't know he cared like that. Nobody understood. Not really. It seems long time ago I tried to make you understand this man. I do not think I said it half so well. What will happen now? All his work, his hopes. Young King Tudor Longhorn will have much need of you, too. It was meant that you shall stay and help me. Let this, our first message as king, be proclaimed to our people, not as if we were doing a great and lordly thing, but only what is proper and fitting. That from this hour, the ancient custom of obeisance to the king on hands and knees is abolished. You will rise, my people. Let all men stand before the king and before one another, as men should do. Many are the changes that my father, the late king, yearned and struggled for. And for these same ends shall I devote my own life, praying that we shall work and live together in respect and high purpose for the good of our fellows and for the good of our country. Mem, Mem Owens, Lady Tiang, the painting on my wall is finished, Mem. The little tree is now full grown and richly green and flourishes greatly. That well-deserved applause invites a curtain call. And here are tonight's stars, Irene Dunn and Rex Harrison. Two reasons, I'm sure, why Anna and the King of Siam was such a favorite among moviegoers. Thank you, Bill. It was fun playing Anna again opposite Rex Harrison. And I'm glad, Rex, that Hollywood was able to coax you over here to play the role. Well, Bill, it was the kind of part I couldn't resist. I... Completely different from anything else I'd done before. And very different, I understand, from your next appearance in 20th Century Fox's picture... The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Uh, tell me, Rex, now that you've been in Hollywood a while, uh, how do you like our California weather, compared with England, I mean? Oh, it's not much different. Fog's fog, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now, aren't you exaggerating just a little, Rex? <laughs> What's more, they had a snowfall in Northern California last week. Oh, that wasn't a California snowfall. That just drifted in from Oregon. Oh, yes. <laughs> One thing you've got to admit, though, Rex, California is a land of lovely women. Well, if Irene Dunn's an example, I agree. Well, that's nice of you to say that, Rex. And I'm sure from that lovely complexion that Irene's a Lux fan. Of course I am. I always use Lux soap for my complexion. It's a wonderful beauty aid. From a wonderful beauty, that's a compliment indeed. What are you bringing your Lux fans next week, Bill? Next week, from 20th Century Fox, we present a most delightful and appealing character. She's the central figure of that recent comedy hit, Clooney Brown. And our stars are... 
Olivia de Havilland, and Charles Boyer. Charles playing his original screen role. Clooney Brown is the story of an irrepressible and uninhibited young lady torn between romantic notions and a fascination for the art of plumbing. A conflict that leads from one bizarre predicament to another. Very amusing and delightful play, Bill. Yes, your audience should love it, Bill. Good night. Good night, night. and come back again soon. Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, join me in inviting you to be with us again next Monday evening when the Lux Radio Theater presents Charles Boyer and Olivia de Havilland in Clooney Brown. This is William Keeley saying good night to you from Hollywood. Thousands of families had meat for dinner yesterday. Roast beef or lamb or a steak, perhaps. Yes, the Sunday roast has come back to American tables. But other peacetime products still are scarce. Refrigerators, washing machines, and soap, to name a few. And here's where that Sunday roast comes in. Save every bit of the leftover fat. And what you can't use, put in the fat salvage tin. Used fats are needed in the manufacture of many necessary household items. And for a long time to come, there will be a worldwide shortage of industrial fats and oils. Your used kitchen fats help a great deal in this serious situation. So save every drop and turn it into your butcher regularly. He will pay you substantially more for every pound you turn in. Irene Dunn will soon be seen in the Warner Brothers production, Life with Father. Heard in our cast tonight were John McIntyre as Kralaholm, Jeanette Nolan as Lady Tiang, and Constance Cavendish as Tupton. Our music was directed by Louis Silvers. And this is your announcer, John Milton Kennedy, reminding you to tune in again next Monday night to hear Clooney Brown with Olivia de Havilland and Charles Boyer. Fry. When you bake and fry, for your cake and pie, fry. it's your shortening by Reliance Fry. Yes, it's pure all-vegetable spry for tender, flaky pastry, light, rich-flavored cakes, and crisp, golden, digestible fried foods. Reliance Fry. S-P-R-Y. Reliance Fry. Be sure to listen in next Monday night to the Lux Radio Theater presentation of Clooney Brown with Charles Boyer and Olivia de Havilland. And why not tune in later tonight to hear the Joan Davis Show. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. 
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.